from the Hotbox Show in lockdown version 6. Joe, Buzz, Dan joining us in their little boxes from all over Gauteng. Hello, crew. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? All right. Nice bit of set dressing you got there tonight, Dan. Got your friends with you. Must be smelling nice in that room. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> She's growing wonderfully in this approach to winter. Okay, well, I believe, I believe you guys are going to talk a little bit about winter growing this evening because you put out a nice article this week, Buzz, about a winter, um, a winter calendar. What promoted you to do that apart from the change of season? Well, um, I think it's just And Joburg, um, it's getting easier and easier because there's less and less frosts. We've had, we haven't had any killer frost for two, three years now. No, it's like global warming uh, makes no more winter grow. Just summer grow now. So you, I'm, I'm putting seeds in. I'm growing all the time. I just keep, yeah, so just keep. Well, we definitely got plenty to talk about tonight. Uh, you're going to introduce the poll just now. And then in a few minutes, we'll get a hold of um, Quinn, uh, either Quinn or Dave, not quite sure yet, from DQ Central for an update on that amazing, crazy thing they're doing with Cannabis Cares. If you were watching the, uh, the live feed of D-Day, they came on and they introduced Cannabis Cares. And basically, all you've got to do is send them a video of you lighting up your favorite method of sparking up weed and saying, I'm smoking this because Cannabis Cares, because Cannabis does care for you when you smoke it. It's good stuff. So they've done really well and they donate food to charities every time somebody puts a video. And I think he's coming on in a few, uh, 10, 15 minutes or so to tell us how it's getting on because um, they're too, doing some cool shit. They really are. They're, getting, they're giving away food and CBD oil. <laughs> oh, to, to people who need it. To people now. who it's really need it. So, in the spirit of this evening's grow calendar and growing with my buds, I'm just putting it out there to the audience who's doing an outdoor grow this winter. Some people have done it before, some people it might be their first time, but the answers are definitely, maybe, or it's not worth their effort, because I think a lot of people out there don't think winter is worth growing yet. Look, you're not going to get much of a yield. Uh. Yeah, we got enough light. It's just cold. Here we go. It's just cold, and yes, the plants might grow a little bit slower, but hey, let's talk about it and growing my both my buds, hey. Yeah, but then there's a lot less light, a lot less. Yeah. 
Well, you know, one of the nice things about it all is everywhere I look on all of my Instagram feeds and stuff is people seem to have grown a hell of a lot of weed this year. There's people with bud and, you know, they're still locked down with it. There's loads of my friends harvesting, probably the same with you. They've got weed around, so that, that's not the problem. But getting from A to B with weed, you know, there was a report came out right from the top for the UNODC this week about um, the, the, the virus our lockdowns and how the international drug trade is being affected by it. So right down from trying to get it out in your hood all the way to international narco trafficking is being seriously affected by this shit. And I, I did you see, I, I, I'm sure you all saw the picture of the fucking army roadblock coming out of Swaziland with like, hundred, <coughs> fuck, like a hundred, yeah, that was a huge. <laughs> that was something like 150 tons or something. I can't remember what the actual figure was, but why the fuck are the army doing that? Why are we paying the army to patrol roadblocks and shit for weed? I don't get that bit. Only That's for fighting a war. And this is the war on drugs, because of course. <laughs> they don't need to be on the fucking roads patrolling anything. They are wasting our time being on the roads, stopping people from getting on with their lives and making money and living. So they've got nothing else better to do than go and snoop in other people's business and cause, and, you know, stop, what, stop the normal daily... Underworld from happening. <clears throat> well, I, I figured that they. It's probably aimed more at cigarettes and alcohol, and weed is just like a byproduct of of the their target on trying to stop al uh, alcohol and, and tobacco. No, because it's the gateway <laughs> drug, of course, right? But again, it boils down to why the fuck are they trying to stop alcohol and booze when we are six weeks past the fucking lockdown started with. You know, things are starting to open here and there. People can go about their daily business, but yet they're still trying to stop people from smoking, drinking, and just relaxing and trying to get over the stress of them losing their jobs, their livelihoods, their fucking world is crumbled behind them. Every and now day. they still can't even get a goddamn cigarette to smoke, except for the legal ones, which are made from shit anyway, which will make their lungs and everything else even worse than they are because now they have to smoke cigarettes that have got maybe different chemicals or they're unregulated, horrible. Nasty, awful. Um. <laughs> well, it's 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 equivalent. It's equivalent to moonshine. As soon if you look at all the shit, Dan, you put a picture up on our group of those dudes mixing fucking brake fluid and meths or something in that bucket. I got yeah, a. They, they, they were doing um, it was like all the soft drinks that they had like. Sparberry and coke and whatever, they're mixing it in a big tub and then they were doing good old blow train, but they were pouring a bottle of meds into the fucking thing to drink it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's hectic. I mean, there was a video that was posted. If you watch the video, I think it's the same video. Yeah, it's the same video. The same video. At the end of the video, there's a guy that's literally comatose that's like out. out. Completely out. Out, so, out, out. Like dead out almost. It's the. It's, I mean, who knows? video but i mean in that video but they were saying corona corona so it's not like it's a, a, a video from some other time people are doing it now it's like the guys that are making their own booze it's exactly the same thing you see there was an article of some dude or some couple some couple i don't know where it was and the the lady died and the, and the husband also died in hospital later from drinking their own homemade booze because they didn't make it properly and they left the methanol or whatever it was on it and your uncle, you yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be very careful with home brewing. It's it's not games; it's actual chemistry. I scored a bottle of Mampuru this week. 
I remember it's like eighty-two percent or something. It's the strongest. Uh... I remember all the frotters in the north of England with the mats. They used to drain it. They used to put a, a, a thick slice of bread over the top of a glass and pour the mats through the bread, and then the bread filtered the fucking that the other stuff out, whatever it was. I can't believe there's something in mats that's bad for you and something that's good for you, but they fucking filtered it out. And they would drink it with, yeah, with cold drink. And that's fucking 40 years ago. So Metz has been doing prohibition rounds for quite a long time. But it's hilarious. We've been fighting prohibition for 10 years. And now we're watching it play out uh, in front of our very eyes. Yeah. And how that video <laughs> of the guy with the break. It, none of that would happen if they hadn't a fucking banned booze. I think it's the only place in the world where they've done so. Because they do remember that they do fucking don't give a damn about anything to do with their population at all. Poll today, guys. Remember the poll. The poll is about winter harvest. If you're in South Africa, you now know you're going into uh, winter. You've just finished your summer harvest. Are you going to put some more pips in the ground now and see if you can get something out by Christmas? Keep them all up and running. Yes, definitely. But the birds are tastier and more dense. Oh, Robert, yeah, okay. And it spends, I suppose it depends on what you're growing as well. If you're growing an indica with less photoperiod time, you might have a fighting chance. Imagine putting a sativa in now and waiting for nine months for it. You might get a four-metre four plant. Okay. Um, ah, he's just... How the fuck? used to drink acetone and coke in his younger days. My goodness. Who did? No. Zolbard. Zolbard. Jesus. Oh, no, I see that. Acetone and Coke. Did he have ice with it? <laughs> How the fuck did he make it into his old days if he did that in his young days? <laughs> and Nigel, Nigel Wanking doesn't make you go blind. He says it's got... Methyl alcohol does the same as wanking. Jeez, Bri, have you... How strong are your glasses, by the way, Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a see those the beer barrel glasses that Nigel's got. He's one of those big double enders, big wine bottle glasses. Take yourself in hand, Nigel. Um, somebody else, the Dark Lord. Dark Lord says, thank God for Jesus and Dacha to help me deal with man-made bullshit like religion and politics. I suppose he's got a point there. And Dan's just doing a, Dan's doing a punt for Lux Lighting there as we speak. <laughs> Who else is on the thread tonight? I've got YouTube in front of me, how? In here. Let me see what's going on in Facebook. So I think if anything... So what about for winter grow? You just take like a bunch of autos. Um, sprout them out and put them on like a 12-12 period throughout winter surely that'll just produce you some nice small plants no no but we're talking about outdoor growing here we're talking about just putting the pips in the ground yeah i mean throughout minutes. winter you get about okay 12 maybe just less than 12 hours of light i suppose how do i breed sativas at home in south africa Whew, that's a that's quite a profound question uh, we got Quinn anywhere near yet. Quinn hasn't pulled in quite yet. No, we do. I've just seen uh, Oatshorn pop up. What we're going to do shortly is cross over to Oatshorn. Many of you will 
No One Culture as a concept. They've got a gig out at Heart of Beersport. They've got a gig out there in Pretoria North. And the main head office, the main honchos are in, uh, in Oatshorn. So Kubis in on standby in a couple of minutes to come in and tell us how he's doing with all the lockdown and stuff. Uh, it must be weird for clubs and people and um, traders and I can't, hey, maybe you'll tell me something different. Maybe he is an essential service for something or other with some CBD products. Because I know Quinn is trading. Joe Quinn is still trading, isn't he? As for CBD yes, products? The shop is open. Um, the online shop is open all the time, obviously. And I know the Ravonia shop is now open Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from 10 till 2. Not sure about the rest of them. Okay, I can see. Yeah. I can see Quinn coming into the mix now. Um, yeah, John Veet, John Veet has come up with a very good... He's heard that acet, wanking with acetone is a COVID cure, according to Trump. <laughs> that's a combination. So, uh, that's quite a combination. Hello, inmates. Peter Ryger, haven't seen you on the thread for a while. Hello, Peter. Good to see you, man. Dan Danheiser, down in KZN. Hello, Queen. How's it going, my friend? You good? It looks like you just drank three grams of speed. No, Dave's head is shining on that light. <laughs> All right, so this is a bit of a coup. I mean, who invited you guys? You did, you did, you did. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm on Facebook and, 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 and I'm looking and it goes, and we're crossing over to Quinn and Dave from DQ Central to talk about uh, <laughs> second, and I'm going, fuck me. We are? We are. <laughs> no, I forgot to let you know, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> we only speak every day anyway. But yeah, yeah. Jonathan. I'm fine, Joe. I'm like, hey, Joe. Are, are you? Are you like? Uh, are you weird that I'm on the show? She's like, yeah. I didn't let you know. I'm like, no. She's like, okay, well, you're on the show. Well, I mean, that's where I'll see them on a Thursday night, anyway. Go weird. Go weird. So, so tell us, guys, how's it going with cannabis cares? Oh, awesome, awesome. Quinn actually did his first uh, um, drop off drop off yesterday. Oh man, my heart broke. Quinn was in tears. Made oh, cry. Well, what we oh, get? Awesome. What we're going so nice to try? That's uh, 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 such. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, so well, yeah, that's yeah. pretty stoned. But this is what we're giving people. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to try and what we're going to try and do, Quinn, is play that video actually through through okay. live. Now we're going to pump that through the system as soon as I see it coming up we can watch that for a minute or so because it is a bit of a jerker i think mm -hmm. so um how many how many videos have you had come through um oh, about 10 or 12 uh jocks jock marines uh, came through just now yeah we we, we we we've got quite a few that that people have sent us but some of them like yeah, we kind of, some of them have alcohol involved and we don't want that sort of thing we just yeah it's purely cannabis um, and we don't want the guys to give a, a whole spiel and a story and everything. It's just all they need to say is, I'm doing this because cannabis cares. Yeah, simple. That's it. Do simple. your thing, smoke, whatever, out of a... Stick to the fucking rules, <laughs> Oh, hey guys, how's it going, man? Uh, Quinn here from Geek Central Show. Uh, I've had to step away from everybody. Here's this video playing now. I'm sure you can hear it. 
Can't see very well. Uh, they're, they're over there. Um, so that I could uh, do this without my mask. We're playing a video um, live now, and I, the I believe that the listeners are hearing it. I can't hear it in the studio because of the way you know, we got we, set up for We're not going to be lockdown, showing people's faces. I'm sure it's going out that, live that, now on the feed. They've had a tough time in life. They, they, they don't need to be uh, uh, put onto camera and let everybody see how they, they're battling. So um, we'll be getting a letter from the um, Manager Marine soon. Sorry. Uh, pretty emotional at the moment. But we'll be getting a letter from them just to say thank you for everything. Um, there, there were people bouncing around here with excitement when they saw the CBD oil, like literally. <laughs> Um, uh, and uh, and, and when, when I showed them the food packs, uh, sure. there's like a school for, for, for underprivileged kids, but it's not, yeah. it, it sounds like it feels good to help people. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Cannabis kids, guys, and and we can change people's lives, we just gotta work together. Yeah, and, uh, and tell us more. It's more than just food that you are uh, giving to people as well. You're giving them medicine, right? Some CBD yes. oil. Yeah, CBD, CBD yes, products. Yes. So, uh, to people you know, who need it, yeah. Exactly, and especially sort of the older community and the older and the really needy, the malnutrition, those sort of guys. Um, yeah, that, that, that's who it needs to go to. And, and you know, the, the, the what we obviously speak to the charities beforehand and we're like, okay, would you be open to CBD, etc.? And the guys that we've dealt with so far, all of them are happy to, yeah. to, to take it because they're working with um, people that are like, uh, that have got disabilities, that are yeah. old, that are sick, that sort of stuff. And they're Can going... Already, yeah. Well, how do people get in touch with you? How do they get involved with you guys? And we'll bring you on in a couple of weeks to see how it's been getting on. How do, how do people no, get up? Well, good. Well, good on you guys. I think you're setting an example as to what everybody should be doing. With you got private associations or clubs or little things going on in your cannabis world. There's plenty of things you can be doing to number one make yourself feel better, and number two make somebody else feel better as well. Because we we are all guilty of not doing enough, I suppose. But I'm, you know, I'm. We're doing what we can do in our own small way. But um, you're getting it out there, and you're setting an example for everybody. So cool. I mean, we've blessed, you know, you know, everyone needs to remember, you wake up in the morning, you have a roof over your head, you have food, you have a family, you're good. But there are 
so many people that don't have even that luxury. So yeah. sure. they don't even have yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's all going to get quite hectic. Well, we're watching out for you. We're watching online. Thanks for joining us on the show for a quickie for an update of note. Sorry it was. Sorry you got it secondhand in a post. That was very rude of me. I should have rung you up and personally invited you to the show. I'll make sure we do the right protocols the next time. And um, cool. Yes, as those guys, they never stop. Uh, Doreen... Doreen is in um, Birch Acres. She's the Ganja Grand from Birch Acres. Puff, puff, pass, but tonight it's all mine. That's the cool thing about lockdown is there's no one to pass the joint to, really. You can hog it all yourself. Because who the hell's going to want your slobbery joint anyway in this day and age? Well, are we going to do one of these things? Um, so, Joe, says, <coughs> please. Uh, have you got a joint in your hand? I do. So I'm going to pass it down to you. I've just had one here, Okay, so you're going to pass it down to me? Yeah. No, if you look on the screen, you're actually on the right. I'm going to put it this way. Take yeah, that's right. Now, there you go. Now, you come up. You, now, the other way, Joe. Top right-hand corner. Other side. Okay, take the joint from there. There we go. I'm giving it to you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Pass it back to the joint. So, you're going to do this. And he's going to collect it from his right. Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. He's going to collect it from his right, and then that's looking good. Yeah, there you go. There we go. <laughs> you obviously... Pass it up to Jules. Pass it up to Jules. Up, up, up. You pass it up, and I'm going... You obviously saw that little video that we, Myrtle and I were in with all those people from around the world. That I don't know who even put it together. I can't remember. You see that little thing? That was thing pretty there? cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought it's all from uh, all, it, cool. all the continents. Yeah, it was quite good fun. And we were the last people because we were from Africa and apologised because Africa times is funny thing. It really is. So, <coughs> winter's coming on. <coughs> tonight's poll are you going to bother with the winter harvest definitely <coughs> maybe or no not worth the effort so we're going to get on to that a little bit later on in um, in the show with Dan we're going to ask him a few questions about winter growing because with global warming etc it's got to be feasible we haven't had any frost in our Johannesburg garden for three years now so why not let's put some plants in the ground we've um We've got another guest for you tonight who's no, um, he's no stranger to the show. He's been on the couch a couple of times. Uh, he hasn't been on the couch for quite some time. He was going to be a big major player at D-Day. He's one of our major sponsors. He's an all-round good guy. And at the moment, he's a member. He's the chief member of the KKK in Oatshorn. He's Kubis around. Can you hear me, my Bruce? <laughs> So we haven't had the KKK on the show ever before, Brew. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, do you want to tell everybody what the KKK is? Uh, yes, you are. I felt quite like a warlord today putting up this banner for the Klein Kavur Quarantine. Great to see you guys. Yeah, well done. It's good to see you. How are you guys coping through lockdown? 
Absolutely loving it. It is the best thing. Shit, before this, I was home two nights every three months or so. Yeah, it's a stoner's dream. Duncan is amazing. I mean, getting some of the best trim bud you've ever seen because everybody gets to spend time doing it properly. Essential um, uh, industry in any form, with all of the, with all the gardens that are growing, or are you managing to sell anything? Yeah. yeah. So we were actually deemed an essential service from day one. So oats were the Burmese, the joint in Ardisport, and the Tokaus in Victoria North were operating during lockdown. Um, we also had to just luckily quite used to reading through government gazettes and rules and things like that. So we were pretty quick to get our shit in order and get all the social distancing and hygiene things in place. Um, we ran a pickup service until the four started and be doing a tuck shop style service um, at all of the clubs and shops at the moment. Uh, we couldn't, I, I was trying to push it a bit to still open workplaces during the lockdown, but um, thank goodness we <laughs> we can take it a bit easy and uh, recoup and regroup and spend a bit of time at home. That sounds great. And, 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 to take a little bit of a break. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. And how's it going with the, um, how's it going generally with the feeling around there? Have you got loads of cops on the street? Are the army in town? Is it feeling oppressive where you are? Yeah, I see the thing is, Jules, I think our community is very aware of the presence of the police and the, and the military because we've got the army base and the police college in town. So in general, people are really sticking to the rules and trying to do, you know, being responsible and whatever. We've got our roadblocks, we've got our presence there. We did have the visit from the cops on day one when we operate our uh, social and club. <laughs> and they But they were all happy to pay for a ticket that was provided inspection on the place and they were happy. They said that they uh, weren't, we weren't really worried about them from them. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, that's like... So, you can give us a guide on how to train your local cops, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, you, you know, like, like I told you guys from day one, it's, it's the community thing that matters. Um, we're very fortunate. Um, we've got three and a half thousand members in our social club at the moment. It's all good people. It's all people trying to make a difference in their community in their own ways. And um, from all walks of life, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's not it's not something, you know, it's so cool, David Quinn doing this cannabis cares thing, you know. Um, where stoners can finally stand up and be a stoner, you yeah. know. I've never been pro any video where you rip a bong or smoke a joint or whatever. No. But, I it mean, works it works. It works. It's so cool to see that the, you know, that the real personalities are coming out of the woodwork and yeah. in a time of craziness, you know, that some people are keeping their sanity. I really think 
our community has got a huge opportunity to turn stuff around after, you know, call it post-lockdown. Because I think it's got an interesting road ahead and communities are going to play a big part. I think you're right. They really are. And, you know, the fact that all the multinationals have all walked away as a result of this, maybe this just was the final nail in the coffin for them trying to operate in, Amer in, 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 in Africa. Maybe that is another opportunity for us, Kourbis. I know you've, you've probably been listening to the show off and on. We've been covering this subject over the few weeks of lockdown about trying to expedite some sort of emergency law to make it compulsory for everyone to grow weed. You know, something ridiculous, but turn it into an essential service like the Americans have without changing the laws. It's strange times and we need strange laws. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and, and you know where, where I think the focus is going to be, people are realizing we need to start voting with our money. We need to start spending our money in places where we know it's going towards communities that are looking after themselves, looking after each other. And in creating these groups, in all these organizations, all of us are running, all these social clubs that's popping up everywhere, it's just creating opportunities for these little center points of communities to start growing. And um, even the multinationals in the organized agriculture, that's going to change. People are going to start outsourcing more local, closer to home. You know? I want to know who I support at the end of the day, because during times like these in uh, democracy like we are living in, uh, it gets tough out there. And we pretty much realize very quickly that we, we're on our own. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the cannabis community, uh, I think we can do better, but shit, we actually do not doing bad standing together. I'm, I'm pretty proud to say I that. I think we're doing a very good job of changing the perception of stoners, actually. Yeah. yeah. And it's places like One Culture that are really, and, and things like uh, DQ Central's initiative, it, it really does help change that negative um, sort of image that we've always had. I'm loving it. And everybody's confined and they're stuck on Facebook and they're stuck on social media. So you keep putting the message out and they're going to see it. I just want to do a couple of shout outs. I just want to do a couple of shout outs on the thread here. Gerd's watching. Lorraine is watching. Terry Martin's watching in Cape Town. Uh, Jesse Daniels says it's very cloudy in here. It's not very cloudy in here. There's hardly any smoking going on here. Chris Cader, I was hoping you'd be on the thing. Chris is um, part of. Um, Sacred Seeds, and Sacred Seeds sent Myrtle and I a really cool goodie bag this week of some t-shirts, some grinders, and some seeds, and some other seeds, and a whole bunch of stickers and stuff. So we really appreciate your generosity. Um, uh, Sacred Seeds were going to be a major sponsor this year at D-Day, so we had them in the bag, and then D-Day didn't happen, so they kind of left the fold, so it's all sorted out till the next time. And um, yeah, D-Day's going to happen. We, it's, it's, it's a, we don't know when it's going to happen. Uh, they could have us locked down till when? Three years? Five years? Till we just don't remember what it was like before. Just hearing the word September. <laughs> <laughs> well, September means spring. Spring is a good thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to prove anymore. I don't know. Do, do, you, do you know, Corbus, you know of anyone personally that's completely out of business yet? Have you had anybody close to home that's totally ruined in the last... What six weeks? 
And uh, we're having a lot of conversation, Jules, again, with these, with the social club being involved with uh, over three and a half thousand people on a personal level. There's a lot of members without jobs, a lot of people, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's crisis stations at this point, you know, and it's really, um, I don't think it's really sunk in yet, uh, the extent of this, the impact, um, but in a small town like Oatsburn, we've had a five-year drought, uh, everybody was looking forward and banked and gambled on the Kleinkoder uh, Kunstefeest, the National Parks Festival, which then got cancelled, and uh, yeah, I mean, with 225 guest houses um, in the area, and no agriculture. Everybody, everybody suffers. No, yeah, it's a guest house thing is the thing. Yeah, it's, uh, just no shops and no, I mean, no guest houses, no food. Anyway, I, I believe he's speaking at eight o'clock tonight. Once it was fake and then it wasn't fake and now it's back on again. And at six o'clock tonight, uh, the Citizen tonight Online. Done for now, mood on a Thursday night. Has anybody, has anybody got an update about the president anywhere? Is he speaking at eight? Not that I'm going to listen. I can't stand his voice any longer. I'll get it later. Emil's in the house. Hello, Emil. So, um, Kubis, there's no. Have you tried travelling anywhere? Have you been across a? Have you been across a state border yet? Across a provincial line? No. And have you? Have you got some? And you've got I'm itching, you can imagine I'm itching to pack my box and try my luck at any airport I can. But uh, I, haven't, I haven't been able to turn myself away from home. Dude, I've, I've lived on this property for 33 years and it's the first time ever there's no aeroplanes. Ever. <laughs> it's the weirdest wow. thing. It's like a dull thud in your head of silence. It's so silent, it's making a noise. <laughs> it's like living next to a sea with no waves. <laughs> That's standard outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, have you? I suppose you covers every time I see you, you've got another plan to expand into some other area. Is it kind of all on hold in your head at the moment because of the the the, 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 the like the uncertainty of it all? Look, Bulls. I think like anything else in life, it's up to us to decide what's going to happen and what's not going to happen. Um, we had to put on hold the launch of uh, Bud and Bean with our friends from Wilton and Buds in Strand, Alderbach. Um, but that's coming very soon. We had to put on a whole tiny town in Pretoria East uh, in Silver Lakes. But that's coming very soon. And we had to put on hold the pottery in uh, Port Elizabeth with your friend um, Aidan Berry. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's a small world, it's a small world. It's a small world. That sounds really exciting though, so there's some good things to look forward to after all of this look is finished. Uh, yeah, but um, because we, you know, the services on the, on the grow shop side is all services we can offer is uh, deemed essential, so even during full lockdown we'll be able to offer those. So the grow shops will definitely roll out. One in uh, uh, Strand, Alderberg is already open, Cape Canal, and the Bud and Bean will roll out. Uh, and I say soon, we're hoping for end of this month uh, at least. And um, yeah, so any new members are welcome to go and check out all our online stuff and then see where the nearest club is. Um, lockdown has put on a bit of a handbrake, 
but I think we refine our systems and we're a lean, mean team and um, yeah, we don't like to bring, bring you the best of one culture. Is, is your original Oatsorn premises still the same premises? You haven't moved out of Oatsorn, you've, you've still got the same place, yeah? So we had a little shop, the Boom Shop, where we started off in Oatsorn, um, where we had one single room as our social club. We then moved just down the street right. a couple of blocks away That's... into a house called the Boom Ice. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're still in Oatsorn and going strong. And it, uh, obviously now you can't you can't have any pedestrian traffic. You can't. There's no people walking in and out really. Uh, yeah, look. The thing is, during level four, so level five is quite strict, um, where people have their permits and everything needs to be driven around for level for, for complete lockdown. We only do a call and pickup service because you can't do deliveries during level four. It's slightly better. So, you know, we've got a permit that we can have people in our shops. Um, we prefer to run a tuck shop style. So people come through, uh, all the grow equipment, everything is still for sale. And we just make sure that we adhere to the maximum occupancy and social distancing. And obviously, uh, all in um, uh, sanitizing clothes. Yeah, I'm the compliant officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, best person for the job. <laughs> yeah, Dan, are the grow shops open in Joburg? I had no idea. Are they? Is so, Cretan's yeah, doing the same touch shop. Countrywide there, but now yeah. everyone's got their, their licenses and they're allowed to just well, sell their products uh, via only courier, though. So, yes, everyone is back in action in the grow scene, which is great. Huh. And I've got somebody on the thread here. Oh, we got someone. JC, who's in Swaziland, he's saying it's getting crazy, the supply chains are getting goofy, and he says SA seems to be out of seed stock. So maybe That's he's looking at the... The problem is, is that all seeds that they were, that were, now when they say seed stock, it more than likely sounds like, well, because it's green seeds, there's no more international breeders have their stock available. Most people have bought a lot of the stuff that's available locally that we can see. So there's no chance of anything else coming in until this lockdown is completely sorted out because generally the seeds are not going to come in easily. So people are going to be very wary to bring any more stuff in at the moment also. Oh, hell of a so thing. Support local. Support the local breeders. Support the local banks that have got local genetics. Um, guys that are doing it locally. Uh, yeah. Well, hey. Here's sacred, here's sacred seeds for a startup. Sacred support, um, one culture. We've got a very nice exclusive going on with Ultimate uh, Buds. Uh, it's only for members. Uh, you won't get a bigger variety seed or at a better price. Um, yeah, and anybody can come and inquire at the club how that works. Wow. Well, send us the details because, you know, good to see how much what you've got available there. It's definitely there, member. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I seem to I seem to remember that the, uh, the 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 crew from Fields of Green for All have got a membership to such a portal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my bag my bag that I don't use anymore because I don't go anywhere has got this little Springbok tag thing still on it from that day. But that's from another life ago when we could hug as human beings and share spliffs and shit. Are you? Say again. Say again. And blow on 
Blowing on birthday cakes, fuck. Oh, that's, that's a thing of the past. <laughs> well, I keep Amy jumping up. says on the, on the YouTube chat, I missed you, Joyce Pizza. Yeah, pizza is good. amazing. Shit, I still need to put my ass to the type house, I must admit. As soon as I can, I am going to the... <laughs> well, it's a great spot for the great vibe. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, here's Tienus there. Tienus is on the thread now. Yeah, hello, Tienus. Hello, Betty. I can't believe we haven't seen you in lockdown at all yet. It's like, I don't know, it's 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 quite hectic being Fields of Green because we get asked, you'll ask Charles how many questions we get asked at the moment. Since I've been sat here, somebody has asked me on Instagram, on Dacha Couple, if he needs a license to grow weed on his patio. <laughs> it's fucking, it's live all the time. It's, have you, how's the high code doing, Buzz? Have you had loads of stupid questions at the high code lately? Uh, that's actually one of our biggest questions that we get is like, well, I need a license. So we've actually got an article, if you, if you Google Cannabis License South Africa, it's the top article, and it explains for the from his patio to the canopy growth, what they kind of need and who they need to speak to, including other private clubs like Quervis and them. And that what is that on the Heiko's blog page somewhere? Yeah. yeah okay. Blog, but I promise, if I only says Cannabis License South Africa, it's number one. Nice. That was a fucking nice clickbaity kind of title you got there. Yeah. <laughs> but it, what do? <laughs> Whatever works, eh? Better do it. Well, you know, we had a very uh, the D Day live feed. We had a two seed companies donating seed to the to the cause. Knuckle Genetics came up with a whole bunch of stuff and. Warren won it down in the Eastern Cape, and who else? Uh, Green Smoke Room came up with the idea of how many seeds are in the bottle, then you get all the genetics. So I believe there's a whole bunch of genetics to be had online, but maybe I mistook JC in Swaziland. Uh, maybe he's after a whole bunch of industrial stock to grow fucking valleys of the stuff. Kubis, you've got a great climate down there. Are you, are you winter harvest people? Do you grow all year round? Yeah, pretty much. Um, there's a lot of oaks going, going the, right through the year. Uh, um, we'll definitely have a bit of a winter grow going on. Um, and um, yeah, you know, with these daylight hours, we get an oaks where we can still more easily uh, do a proper grow. I'm trying my first with the flower. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, I love it. It's like. Nice, ha nice. nice. Power to the yeah, people. I think I'm even going to try and winter grow this year. Will it be um, like getting the seeds sprouting by now? They should have been, yeah, they should be in ready by now, yes, definitely. Oops. If they're not in right now, you should have them in something growing, becoming as bushy as they can. Like, <laughs> like, this, like this one, yeah, as bushy as they possibly can, so that when you put them outside, because the lighting hour is going to be so short, Monitor, you'll be flowering quite quickly, unless you put like supplemental lights or the rest, but yeah, get them in the ground. Yeah, again, okay. And then, so the, 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 the,
path to grow is as well. The little aeroponic one towers where we're doing up to 36 plants in a half a square meter. And um, oh, wow. you're getting pretty much 15 to 20 grams off a plant. I think if Tinas is on the chat, he should post a picture of his own grow that he's doing in a tower because, uh, yeah, it's pretty impressive. You see, everybody can nice. do that shit. Nice. One of the other big things we get in the inbox is um, the interaction between human beings in complexes when the neighbor hates weed smoke or the smell of it in the morning or something. And it's not against the rules. You can grow in a townhouse because the Constitution trumps anything the body corporate says. But you're in for a story, so you just got to keep it sweet with the neighbors all the time. But I think you're right, Joe. People are turning on more to it. And I checked the Twitter feed all the time for the word Dacha. And I know that people are saying to themselves, fuck, I can't believe I'm actually considering smoking weed because I can't get alcohol or tobacco. I can't believe I'm thinking this shit now. And they, they're all, they, they, now this, this thing they've been scared of all their lives, they're actually considering fucking using it now. It's, it's hilarious. It's quite incredible. It's been a few months since the judgment. It's been a year and a bit since the judgment. And they've seen that this guy hasn't fallen down so far. Mm. And that people haven't become raging addicts, and that we're generally just a nice, peaceful lot. I've seen a few people stop drinking and take up smoking instead, and living their best lives, quite frankly. Um, has anybody, does anybody you know, put, has anyone put on weight in lockdown? Or is everybody, like, fucking losing weight because they're not going out pigging out on burgers and coke and shit? You both put on weight. Yeah, well, I put on the weight every week, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> we put very good weed and we got a new gas oven. So, oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's like less takeaways, but a lot more actual food at home. You, know, you just cook when you're bored. You're like, fuck it, I'm hungry. Uh, you see, we've, we've been... I think we've been... to do board cooking. I, I, yeah, none of, I think we probably lost weight on lockdown. So I've had everybody working hard. Uh, good for you, chopping down trees and stuff. Well, I, I, I base it on coming back from Europe after three weeks in Europe eating uh, loads and loads of like heavy food and drinking 14th century beer. I was, I was porked out and now five weeks into lockdown I can put another notch back on the belt. It's cool. But um, nice. yeah, look, I don't go out to eat much. I don't need much out there really. It's, it's, I'm a little bit in the Cubas camp. We've been, we've been doing okay. It's all right. It's weird, but we, we're, we're surviving okay. And uh, we've got systems in place for the fucking ages. So, so far, so good. Warren's on the thread. Warren, the, uh, the mathematician who won the uh, seed prize the other day, purely because he put two, three, four, five on the piece of paper, and it was the closest thing to how many seeds were in the box. I still laugh about that. It's really funny. Um, the other thing I can the other thing I can tell you is Martin Lee has just had the shock of his life because he didn't know it was right now. So I'm not sure whether Martin's going to come in on this at the moment. It's a real shame. I'm trying to coax him in, but we've taken him by surprise because he thought it was the following Thursday. Anyway, uh, we get a, we get quite a lot of that. If we can't do it this week, then we'll definitely for next week, and um, we have to chat to him. He's just got so much. Yeah, um, I've been privileged enough, Myrtle and I had dinner with him one time after we shared the same stage at a conference and hit it off and he actually, I've got his book right here to, to 
show him, and he signed this book for us, and in the front of the book, um, he wrote at dinner, um, The Freedom Fighters, to Myrtle and Jules, The Freedom Fighters, because he watched our presentation that you guys live-streamed into the show, and I think it was one of the very first live-streams we ever did. So that was uh, boring for you guys, listening to us speak again. I remember that. The, everyone's sitting in the Hotbox show, bored to fuck, and we're doing a live stream from Prague, one of the biggest nights of our lives. <laughs> I remember that one. It wasn't boring. Hey, so um, going on from what you were talking about, this planting um, uh, dam, I know Buzz put out a great article this week with the calendar for um, doing some winter growing. Have you got that plant with you now to talk about winter grow? Is that an indoor plant that you've got there? Is that, is that what's been put under uh, light? Yeah. Huh? This, is, this is my this is my winter grow. So yeah, I mean, we're talking about winter growing um, for our show tonight. So I guess you know the thing about winter growing is you don't have much light as you as much light as you do in uh, summer. So the problem is you won't get such big bushy plants because there's not enough light hours for it to vegetate outside properly. So the one way that you can overcome that is by having some extra lights over them, just some. Like a spotlight. You know, some, just some LEDs or some spotlights or not even that much wattage. Just enough to actually extend the daylight hours so that it's going, it's still in the vegetative stage. It like keeps them awake um, longer. Yeah, keep them awake longer because the light, obviously the light hours in the day are much less. So you want to just extend it to get them to bush out a bit more. And then once you're satisfied with the height, then you can let it just go. And it'll flower naturally because the light hours are so short in the day that... Yeah. Um, it's a long, long night, long night flowering plant. Um, so yes, that's one way of getting them to grow in winter. Um, other ways, bring them into tunnels. So Dan, if you're a broke ass and you don't have money for those sorts of lights, putting it in like your bedroom and leaving the light, the normal bedroom light on, would that work? Uh, to an extent. I mean, if it's in your bedroom and you turn the light on and it's like got enough light to register that there's light, then yes. And that's around 400 ppdf, which basically means there's got to be enough light for it to keep doing the, the photosynthetic process to keep growing. Um, if you leave it outside with like a stub light on, sometimes it depends on how much light's coming off that stub light, it can keep it in vegetative stage. But other times it just won't. Um, it'll just because it's not enough light for it to stay awake for those hours. It's almost like it's as bright as a full moon, yeah. Then just, uh, yeah, like you say, grow it inside under a light and then put it outside. Okay, cool. Thank you. So, you know those big things in California that they've got like a nine-step ladder to get to the top of them (laughs) and they grow it in like a truck tire with a big cage round? Have they been started in the winter then? Yeah, those, you see, those guys, they, they can they start those plants way before the season, the season starts for them they, outdoors. They'll get that plant as big as they possibly can um, prior, and then they'll put it outside, and then they'll use lights. So then they'll take string lights, and they will add them in. So if you look at what our outdoor growing calendar is, if you look on the on this calendar that, that, that uh, Green Smoke Room has provided, is you start in July, actually. So you start quite a quite a while before you actually put them outside. You start them indoors and get the seeds growing. Then you put them outside, but you assist them with lights. To get those monsters, you really need to give them extra lights to grow as big as they possibly can in their final pots. 
and then you do measure tennis balls. Now, I've done, you know, um, if I can describe, now we've finished our harvest and there's going to be some pips in the ground that sprout up. There always are. There's some obskits that come up in the winter. If we left that now, ordinarily what would happen is it would get to a point round about Christmas where it would flower off, but there'd be nothing on it. So at that point, you have to chop it back and it has to come again as a second flush. And it's a pain in the ass. There's a lot of work involved. So how do you, you know what I mean, Dan? You've, you've come across this yourself, yeah? If I, put, if I leave yes. something in the ground now, it's going to flower early because of the light. It's going to get very confused. And then you're going to, if you don't do anything with it, it'll die back and then it'll all go freck. So you've got to pull the whole of the inside of the plant out and grow it again as a set, as a multi-branched, massive plant, as a second, as, they're, a, they're painful. So be careful of doing a winter crop because you're not going to get off it what you think you are and then you're going to let it go and Jesus Christ, some of the... I mean, just be prepared rather. So like you say, when your summer crop is ending, you should, when, by the time that you've got a summer crop ending, you should be having plants that you've started to vegetate already as well so that you can then put them into the ground in the system. If you're going to do an outdoor crop properly, if you're going to do it properly, then you must do exactly that. You have to have a perpetual cycle going. So you would harvest, and then you would have your next cycle ready, but you would use lights just to keep them going until the light, they, they're big enough, and until the light hours are obviously less than 12, naturally. And as soon as you allow, you turn your supplemental lights off outside, they will not do it. Outside earlier, you help them vegetate in the ground, they'll become bigger, and then when you flower them, they will flower. It's not going to go back into reed veg because they were going from seed into veg back to flower to veg. So, you've got to, you've got to just plan your outdoor growth properly, unless you, like I was saying, using tunnels where you do light deprivation and then you use cover and supplemental lights to mimic the season going throughout the year. I see, because it's around about this time. A year ago that I was with Mark in Mark Emery in uh, Ponderland, maybe about a month before this. So there were people harvesting, but there were always also people stringing lights throughout the valleys to keep everything in veg now because there's such a clone market going on. So maybe yeah. maybe this winter harvesting is a good good place to have clones for people to use in the spring. Is that a way of Create, is that a good way of creating clones for everyone in the spring? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, clones are, you know, yeah, make clones for people. But the main thing about doing that kind of transition, if you're going to go from an indoor situation where you are artificially manipulating the plants to grow and then put them into an outdoor situation, if you don't mimic nature as much as you can, like we're all trying to do, you're going to get problems. So... Instead of going with, some guys like to go 24-hour uh, lighting. doesn't happen in, in nature, so you have to give it dark. So then rather, instead of going 18 hours of light, go, say, 15 hours of light and the rest dark, because that's closer to what you're going to get in nature. Then, <clears throat> by doing that, when you put your plant outside, <clears throat> it's not getting such a shock of the no. time it gets of light. It's not going to go from 18, which is never, ever, ever outdoors unless you are in certain places in the world all of a sudden drop to 13th and that's why your plants coming from inside to outside are flowering immediately so like you're saying if you do clones outside with a bit of help with the light and you can match with the natural light cycle 
you're more than likely to get successful outdoor plants growing from indoor or, or like an indoor situation will grow. And so Chris Cater here from, uh, uh, is, is saying rather use autos in the winter, perhaps? Would that make any difference? It really will. That's what I said, a bunch of small autos, maybe. It can help. I mean, autos really just, you know, you, you put them in the ground, you give them the best possible soil that you possibly can, and they will grow. So regardless of the life cycle, life cycle they will. They don't, I don't dig, um, I don't know, I don't really dig them as a concept, actually. I'm an old school, big, fucking, yeah. ma massive sativa person. These little, these autos are, Christ, I need hundreds of the damn things. Chris, is, Chris Jay is talking about this 12-1 lighting. So the 12-1 lighting um, is something that has been passed around in the growing community for many years. Uh, it's, it's basically called the gas lantern routine, or the... 12 lighting, uh, it's a 12-1 lighting uh, army. So basically what it is, if you want to vegetate your plants, instead of using 18 hours of light um, to keep the plant in vegetative stage, because what it is, okay, so what it is is you're breaking up the, the light cycle in the middle of the night in order to break that flower, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hormone that's created, also in the plant that's created from the dark, the dark cycle. So if you go 12 hours of light and then during the 12 hours of dark that would have come if you were turning your lights up after 12. In the middle of that, so it's 12 hours of light, five and a half hours of darkness, you turn your lights on for one hour, and you turn them off, and then it goes back to the 12, and it goes 12 hours like that. Basically, tricks your plant into thinking that that is still in veg. So you'll actually veg your plants on 13 hours of light, um, which saves you five hours of light, which saves you a bit of electricity. Um, let's be honest, it's not that much. But it's also susceptible to making plants firm or express things that they might not, because it's a bit of a weird thing for them to get this a massive dose of light in the middle of the night and then go back, you know? Well, as I see on the thread, this conversation's lighting up on the thread. It's always, always a very popular thing to talk about. I wish we we could do it in better because it's a better thing to do in the studio together with the plant here. It's really weird doing like a, a grow with my buds as a full-on conversation piece while we're all locked in little boxes like this. It's quite a weird experience. Um, Delta 9 Jack says he put five week holds in straight to outdoor and they adapted really effortless, effortlessly. So I, I, I presume it's got a lot to do with the, with the cultivar, whether it's more indica dominant, sativa dominant, because the, the squat of the plant, the better in the winter, I guess. That way. Uh, I'm going to bring you back in in a minute. You're talking about a seed bank that you've got. Is this all local people coming to one culture with seeds for you to sell? How does it work? <clears throat> no, no. Unfortunately, still the selling you know, part is still completely illegal. We just have uh, uh, affiliates and friends in the seed business, Bolton uh, and Buds. So we've got deals with them for international and local seed banks, uh, just at a very reduced rate at anybody that signs up um, through One Culture. 
and then uses that website. So I think at the moment there's something like 150 odd strains, um, including autoflowers and uh, feminized. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to list them for you. <laughs> but, uh, and somebody, and Zolb, Zolb, Dan Zolbart's on the thread saying this new generation double XL autos will blow your mind. What is a double XL auto? Is that like gee whiz, madam, or something? <laughs> <laughs> Double XL autos. It sounds like something you'd get in a in a an underground shop in Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, so, Kubas, um, what are your plans for the future, matey? What's what's going on with One Culture? You, as soon as you can travel, you will travel, and as soon as you can travel, we'll see you around here, I suppose. I see on the thread that Tianus has put up some pictures. I've put them on the drive. If you can hear me in control room there. There's three pictures from Tiernis on the drive. Maybe we can get those up and running. Okay, uh, Jules, I think even as far as the traveling goes, I think this whole thing made everybody realize that there's a lot we can get done, like using technology at the moment. Um, I never thought I could see the day as a Boosian um, referring plant from schools and things, but I think you know, people are realizing how valuable time is. Um, and it also makes for people sorting out a bit of their own shit, <laughs> which, which uh, simplifies the process. But um, one culture is um, going strong. I mean, we, we are <coughs> very happy, and I, I think we didn't realize when we started this um, that an opportunity like this, you know, like, the, like this pandemic or hoax or whatever you want to call it, um, has come. Absolutely, bring a bit of joy. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, man. It's a really good way of putting it because at the moment, everybody out there on the street in uniform is hell bent on creating a problem for you. They're not. Nobody's out there to help you in any form. It, it's what you say. We're on our own now. I feel as if we've been completely let down by everybody now. If you want to survive this one, you're on your fucking own because all they're trying to do is make you slip up now. Because since the last time I spoke to the Hotbox crew like this, my human rights have been reduced by one hour this week because now it's fucking seven o'clock and not eight o'clock at night. So they're going to strip it down this week maybe and make another... You know what I mean? You can feel it. It's like be getting crushed a bit like this. And I, I don't know whether you heard the thing Gareth Cliff said the other day. It's a little bit like frogs in boiling water. Well, that's, yeah, the frogs in the boiling water, exactly. That's the analogy. And Mr. President, please take your jackboot off my throat. Because for fuck's yeah. sake, what have we done fucking wrong, you know? We're all just trying to mind our business getting on with things, and they're just fucking with it. It's terrible. But I'm glad to hear it's okay. Yeah, we well, how does the country as it is? I mean, we we we're in that situation now, and um, yeah, I think it's it's our opportunity. It's a thing we've been bitching for all along, and let's now take it. Now let's stop bitching. We know what the situation is. Let's read all these rules that get given to us. Let's stand up for what's right, and um, let's change it the way we want to change it. Because the government, in the end, I mean, we can. We can keep on complaining that well, there will always be some kind of a system. So let's let's stop complaining and let's keep on doing these great things that everybody's talking about. 
Here's the, here, I don't know whether you can see now. You can see Tiernis' pictures up on the screen. Thanks, Control. This is his stacks. Look at this thing here, Dan. That's pretty neat. That's the small one, the Angula. And you can basically get up to 240 plants per square meter if you put four of these units down. You can see the root in there. It's all aeroponic. It's all the uh, organic salt mixture that's in there. So it's a, it's a very nice... Uh, friendly way of, uh, of doing it. It also comes on a little roller stand so you can turn it around on your little porch or you can hang your lights on the side of it. Away from neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I did it from your mom. Um, yeah, it's pretty nifty. I'm going to try it out in Oaks Yeah, every, every, when, and that's, that's the emergency legislation that I'm talking about. Everybody needs one of these. They need a face mask, they need a bottle of sanitizer, they need a dozen pips and one of these contraptions. That's basically, <laughs> now, right. you know, go home and fucking multiply. <laughs> yes, sir. <coughs> yeah. uh, Gas Mojo's on the thread. Making moonshine, growing weed and making biltong. That's life in SA now. What the hell are you making biltong from, Brew? Hell, I hope that's kosher biltong you do in there. <laughs> It's fucking road. Yeah, that sounds like uh, the northwest forever. Yeah, because there's no anti-lager. <laughs> and there's Warren saying, "Learn how to beat the system." And our friend in in uh, in, in uh, Canada, John Vergados, who is co-owner of Skunk Magazine, he said online the other day that the people who are going to come out of this better than anybody that are the people that have been running the underground all their lives. It is yeah. the underground market that's going to win through in all of this because. Um, Get stronger. Learn how to beat the system. Get stronger. Yeah. Learn how to beat the system because the system's coming down on you. Anyway, Kerbis, it's been absolutely fantastic um, talking to the, the pair of you. Well done for being the one culture. And uh, I know you'll go from strength to strength. You've just got that attitude about you. I can't wait to be able to invite you back and come and. Sm you know what I do need is another case of that impeccable THC. Yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah, I tried it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I gave some to the clipping crew this year, and oh. they got fucking quiet very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's so good. It's so good. We've got to keep it for our social events when we open up in springtime, guys. You can Fuck yeah. be drooling over it and right. see beer in September again. Well, but I, you need to make a bigger bottle, like a quart <laughs> bottle, because that thing goes down too quickly. And it's 520 mils, man. Come on. <laughs> and it's got, it's got quite a clap. It claps me. I'd, I'd, um, it sorts me. I don't eat it. I normally smoke it. Eating it makes it go different. But it really is a scop. It's a hell of a bottle of beer. Well done, guys. Keep on keeping going. Thanks for being affiliates of Fields of Green. We need folk like you all the time. It goes both ways. There's an energy exchange. So I'm glad we could have um, put you on the map again and keep doing your thing. And we'll see you next time on the show. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. Love from Oxford. Cool, man. Klein Karua Quarantine. The KKK. <laughs> So on the thread now, we've got all sorts of things there. People are telling us what indeed triple XL autos are. I've just lost the thread here. Hang on, let me get the thread back if I can. Or was it on American there? style? Yeah, Black Domino double XLs. Yeah, Black Domino. There's a there's a, a seed bank actually called the Bean Bank. I think they're local. They do the Black Domino double XL. Okay. Uh, big dense indica. Yeah. Nigel Connell wants to know where he can get some scales, sub-gram scales. Well, that's the Chinaman when he's open. There's quite a few Chinamen put some... Oh, 
Oh, GT then. Good, yeah, man. Good, good call. GT Hydro. Tell them, tell them behind the counter that Buzz needs a commission on that, Nigel. I'm sure they'll be right with that. Rookie Boom. I uh, hope you're all enjoying your homegrown during these tough times. Uh, also, people in Cape Town, this is a hot tip. Seapoint Spa is selling rolling papers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, that was it. And I don't suppose they're the OCBs buzzing on the on the thread this week on uh, Dacha Couples Facebook. We posted your thing about the little unboxing you did of the OCBs. Oh, no, the Raws. Sorry, the Raws. And yeah, I know it was cool. It, it, it really got quite a conversation going. There they are, the the, the one and only. They're bloody popular. It's weird though, it's like, it's easier to get weed than <coughs> rolling papers at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's time to bomb pipe or just be inventive then. Well, the other thing yeah. I can tell you, we had a company contact us, a local company, um, who yeah. make blades, and they just wanted, if we pay the courier feeds, they'll get a whole bunch of blades to us. Long blades, uh, locally made. And uh, we're going to get those and we'll do some sort of shit or lit with them remotely. That's the other thing I miss with you guys is shit a really cool lit, shit yeah. or lit something or other. They're almost impossible to do remotely. <laughs> yeah, because it's impossible to, to buy things, to, to find things. Maybe each week one person has a shit or lit. Yeah. Anyway, um, are we in any position to do rate my... I'm not rate my grow. Yeah, rate my grow before we go. Insta my ground. Insta my ground. Do you want to jump over there to see if um, the controls got it together? Because it worked out last week. We got there was a lot of hits on the um, the, the the insert that we did of um, Insta my ground because um, it had such a great um, pack shot on it. It was a really cool shot last week of that. Hang on, what we got here coming in. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, we are just short of 8,000 posts on uh, Hotbox Show on Instagram now. Hell of a thing. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. And it, <laughs> um, Bean, Bean Banks SA. There is a lot of seed banks in SA. It's another, banks, big, yeah, it's another big question we get is um, where can I get seed? Because people are, t how do we get seed? Well, I think loads of people think that they have to go to Amsterdam still. I think they think they have to import them. But, you know, as Dan said, I mean, imports are all running out. There's nothing coming in, including seeds and, you know, like foreign shit. Quite incredible. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it, 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 article, we put the link in the description, guys. Uh, the article we've done were about the Grow Canada because it's your green smoke room. There's also another link on that to lots of the local seed banks. Lots of them. Lots of them are also affiliates as well. Uh, tonight's so right. You, the Heiko does have a very good um, sort of storage list library of, of seed banks. And there's three, I think there's three now, three or four seed banks that are affiliates at Fields of Green, so they're easy to find. Um, before we get into Instagram, the poll for tonight, are you going to bother with a winter harvest? Definitely. Maybe. And not. it's not worth the effort. So we're going to pull those out of a hat in the next five minutes. So get your last minute polls in. Are you going to do a winter harvest? Definitely. Maybe. Nah. 
as they say, can't be asked. Mmm, star dog from Fast Buds averaged 100 grams on a plant outdoor this summer. Dutch passion, same kind of thing. Here we go with Instamigram. And these have come in, there's a few come in lately since we've been sat here. Are they on the recent, are they on, they're on now, the recents, yeah, not the, yeah. Okay, let's see what we've got here tonight. Uh, Martin's, um, Martin is, Martin was going to be here 25 minutes ago and we completely lost the plot with him on, uh, on which day of the week it is. What's that? Sure. Griller's Choice with a Z. Very nice too. There's some really cool winter colours coming out. Eh? Some really beautiful winter colours coming out. Very true. Trichome Chaser. Been one. Winter as well. Is there's a lot of purple in winter. Now that we're talking about growing. Yeah, the lights, the, the, the plant changes the last thing. South African, what does that say? South Africa weed shots. South Africa weed shots. I don't think they've won anything before. That's an interesting look. No, they've never won before. That's yeah. Mm. There they are, Rook Ye Boom. That's a beautifully trimmed bud. Look at that thing there. Yeah, that's yeah. actually uh, last week's winner. Oh, that's right. That's his. Not that winner, but that person. Right. Did you see? Did you see that taco that I put on the thread the other on yesterday? That's all the BH, all, all the <laughs> all the wax that's rolled up in the piece of in the piece of shatter. I thought that was pretty cool. It looked really interesting. I want some. What's that in the middle there, Dale? Yeah, that one. What's that? That's cool. Mmm. Ah, oh, look who it is. Um, yeah, 420 Photography SA, you really are. Look at that. It's incredible what they come up with. I knew that was sticking out. That's a beaut as well, the one you're on. That one. How's that? And that is courtesy of Zondo & Co. Coming to you from Zondo & Co. The right to grow handfuls of weed in your own home. Oh, look at that yeah. shit. Fuck, that looks great. Yeah. yeah. Is that... The Grower's Choice. The Grower's Conical. Chronicle, yeah. Don't think they've won before, Joe. They're, that's another yeah. contender. That looks pretty cool. No, that's a definite contender. I really like the one with the hands as well. There, that, uh, see where that creepy crawly is there. That is that a creepy What is that? that uh, I know somebody that would actually say, kill it. That would be the only gardening advice he would give. There's last week's winner there, yeah, yeah. on the screen on the screenshot. There it is. That's a a real beaut of an exposure. Well done to you. We haven't forgotten about you. We'll get t-shirts and stuff to you. Oh, we, that's about it's coming towards. Look at that for yes, a fucking size of that. Jesus. Wow. Living soil revolution. Are you kidding? <laughs> Look at that. Yo. Definitely a hell of a bud. Seen the calyx? <clears throat> well, there we're getting to it now. Right, this is about the end, isn't it? That middle, that left-hand side, multi-headed indoor, beautiful bouquet. There, that one. Look at that. 
fuck, look at that. Check these mm. pots. You know what? Like AirPods. That, like that for me, that's AirPods. what hell of a thing. Who's that? I can't read that. Uh, I Got Colour. I Got Colour. I've never heard of that before, but that that's a contender. What do you reckon to that crew? That's a beaut. Yeah, I agree. It looks good. What, what do you reckon the yield is on that, Dan? What is That black one's pretty good. Yeah, and then we spoke about that, but that one, the, the actual, that beautiful multi-headed pot plant, it's been, what do you call it, when you chop the top off? When you... Super cropping. Super cropping. Super cropping. Wow, look at the colour of that. Shit. Yes. The 421? Grow up. Yeah, really. passion. It, it's completely Shop real, yeah? passion. Jeez, I've never seen anything as red as that before. Oh, very red. Yes, it's tough call tonight. It is a really tough call because for me it's between the multi-headed one down the bottom and this um, one from the 420 grow up. I like the multi-headed one. Both of them have never won before. Yeah, that multi-headed one is a total work of art. It really is. I mean, it's been... It's it again. Well, it's one of the first ones that went up this week. He must have just... I think he was trying to... There he goes. That. It's pretty impressive as one potter. Yeah. And you know... Obviously, she was, that's an air pot. That's an air pot that they're yeah, using there. So that's going to give pot. it massive root uh, development underneath it. So it looks very well good. I wonder how dense those buds are. But yeah, it looks good. Is it local? Oh, hey, I don't know. What does it say in the blurb, Dan, uh, 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 Dale? My eyes can't see that far away. Let me look on my screen. Um, who's, where are we? There you go, not for sale. 420. Uh, who's followed by? Shit, I don't know. Good question. <laughs> we didn't, do, we, didn't we have a... These are taken. No, this is American. There's a picture of what's his name? Um, forgotten his name already. Look at Bernie Sanders. Bernie. Bernie's there. This must <laughs> be an American thread. Shit, well, that's. that's a... You can't make a movie just because of Bernie Sanders. Well, big shout out to I Got Color for actually putting that, but I don't really want to get into the realms of you waiting for a t shirt for as long as it takes for the world to open up long enough to get a t shirt to America. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. So, so let's let's. So the next one was. The black one was impressive. The black one was. The black on the right hand there, that one there, that was pretty cool. The Grotten Chronicles, and then that one at the top. The red one. Yeah. Yeah, the red ones. I've never seen anything as red as that. Have you any seen anything like that before, Buzz? This, no, this, no. this red one coming up now, who's that? Are they in town? Are they? 420 Grove. That's on 420 Grove. Okay, so they're, they're, no, they're, 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 they
nice. So um, you do realise if the president has been on for the last 20 minutes, we could be breaking all sorts of new laws that he's just promulgated. We're not allowed to Zoom after fucking 8 o'clock at night or something. Why is it we hacking fucking live streams with porn and stuff? Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, did you see that? Is it my imagination or do you think we're getting better at doing lockdown shows? Because it, you know, we we we're learning to pause, and we're we're learning. I'm so conscious of talking over people, and like, but you know, you cannot butt in in any way. There's quite a discipline to it all, but I reckon it flows. And I'm really sad that we didn't get bloody Martin hooked in. Fuck it, we're we're cursed with the uh, west coast of America. Yeah, I know. But anyway, we look. We did an hour and fuck. What did we do? What is that? An hour and f I can't even think anymore. It's an hour and twenty minutes. That's pretty good. Um, the poll. Have we got a poll? Let's see. Let's see if we got any poll results coming through yet. No, not quite. Um, there's no... I can't think of any live feeds that are going on at the moment. There's some great, um, boring, sort of high delegate United Nations kind of things going on. There's, if you keep your ear to the ground about um, the international drug smuggling big picture of of COVID-19 and how it's affecting all of the major trade routes and all the major skeletons of the world, you know, like the Taliban and the fucking American army in, everything's slowed down to a gallop, the, the, the highest echelons of moving drugs around the planet. Even to the roadblock that we saw today, I don't know, this week with that fucking army roadblock in Mpumalanga, that was a big massive bust from, of Swazi weed. You've got to ask the question, why the hell are the army doing that? And here we come with a Facebook poll. Let's see now. Are you growing a winter crop? How are they shipping all their weed out at one go like that? Maybe they're not. Maybe that's a decoy for a fucking 16-wheeler, God knows what. There's a lot of weed around, but that was a big haul. And it's economics. The fucking diesel to run that fucking machine. Yeah. Must be 15 grand to get that diesel truck to Swaziland and back. The poll tonight in on Facebook and YouTube are roughly the same. In fact, they're pretty mirror images tonight. Um, are you growing a winter crop? Three quarters of the people who watch the show tonight, yep, we definitely are. 20% of the people, maybe, and uh, not really worth the effort, 6%. And nobody on YouTube tonight thought it wasn't worth the effort. So South African cannabis culture continues to grow up a storm. We are definitely treating the judge's advice very, very seriously. So, Cyril, if you're watching, there's nothing much you can do about that shit. I know you've got to buy the bollocks at a roadblock, but my garden's got some weed in it, and that's the, how it will remain. And Just leave us the fuck alone and get on with your, um, your clip drift scourge, or whatever you want to call it. Damn it. Anyway, I see everyone's got ciggies that need ciggies. Um, I heard the last one was 1,200 bucks in an Uber delivered to your door before 6 p.m. for a case, so that's quite... Yeah, 1,200 bucks, an EFT first, 
and um, then he will deliver to your door for 1200 bucks for 20 cigarettes and if you've seen the meme of the three packets of tobacco that like three gram bankies it's a three grams of so oh, Peter yeah. Stuyvesant read 120 bucks a gram <laughs> shit we'll have to write about that I've got my I've got a laptop back I've got a new laptop since lockdown the shop opened so I'm back in a decent keyboard so I'm going to write something this week I have no idea what to write about but I have to do something now Buzz has got, actually got me fired up to write shit because he's been writing yeah. away and now I'm back I need to do something but I'm fucked if I know what to write about because since all of this happened I feel as if I know nothing any longer there's the pictures there's the pictures on the thread of the fucking army bust and that is all in like um the a double axle trailer of a backy it's not even on a truck I don't think this one so that is a hell of a lot of stuff going through they thought they could do it at night in the old days you could with the cops you could but it looks as if the army is a bit unbribable at the moment so those guys are going down and imagine Fuck, Joe, imagine how much fucking meds that is to give as primary health care to everybody who hasn't got a food parcel. For fuck's sake. It's, it's mind numbing. And I hope the Hotbox show becomes a, like a, a history lesson for people to look back over the years as to how mental this is that they banned fucking ciggies and booze and it's the army that are now busting you at roadblocks. Fuck, that didn't take long, eh? Anyway, thanks for joining us on the couch, Brew. It's getting a bit dodgy, this couch. We're going to do a couch fix this week. It's had a bit of a beating. Um, Buzz, thanks for joining us. Well done once again on getting that fucking video out. You made me envious because I couldn't be asked at the moment. I've got, like, lockdown head. Um, yeah. Uh, Dan, keep on keeping on, and thanks for bringing that amazing prop into the show tonight. Are you going to drive around that with a, on the back seat of your car with a mask on tomorrow? With my plunger? Yeah. No. Well, if it is in the back of the car... If it isn't... <laughs> and Joe, it looks as if your stash is getting a bit crispy in the back there. You better get that stuff trimmed yeah, behind you there. Yeah, to get trimmed tomorrow and put into bottles to cure with the Mabita packs and yeah. Cool, but, well. Um, some of my, uh, I'm a deadly. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, look at that, eh? Homegrown deluxe, fantastic. So, write about the fact that if they're serious about Reviving the economy, start getting tax from the cannabis industry. Wesley, you might be onto something there, but that is a double-edged sword as well. We'd like to give back to the community, but imagine where that fucking tax goes nowadays. I mean, it's like just throwing money down the drain to these miserable fat fucks that are just round a trough now of 500 billion from unknown sources. They don't give a fuck, really. Anyway, you're right. Dark Lord says tax gets squandered. It's, it's true. It does, but it's a good incentive to work on because they must be feeling it now. Jesus, the amount of tax they're losing out of ciggies and booze. It must be a bit hectic for them now. Anyway, that's another whole story. Um, oh, Mary Lou says on another thread now that Joe Rogan's part two interview with Elon Musk is really cool. That one that he did where Elon Musk, Musk smoked the joint. Have you seen how many views yeah. it's had? It's like 32 million fucking views now, I don't think. Yeah, Chris J, um, not a chance, Wesley. No, Chris won't be paying any tax for his weed anytime soon. He's not that guy. 
I wouldn't mind paying something if I have to go in off the street because it's an emergency. I'm in a foreign town. I'm in PE somewhere and like I need to get some weed and there's a dispensary and there's some sales tax on it because it's VAT or whatever. Fuck yeah. But if they start screwing me because it's like a walk-in tax and it's an over-60s tax and it's more than 15% THC tax or whatever, it's, fuck all of that shit. But I don't mind paying something somewhere. Anyway, that's for another day. Let's talk I about the... I don't mind paying to a fresh government, but the, one, the current one is not the one... Yeah, look, at it. We're, we're on our own. We're governing ourselves now. We're doing one culture stuff now. This is it. It's, it's what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so... Everybody at home watching the Hotbox Show, thank you for giving up your precious data on this complete mm -hmm. arbitrary bunch of twaddle that we put up with every hour and a half, every fucking Thursday. I'm sorry we didn't get round to Martin. Um, lost in translation, but we'll get to him. We've got Steve D'Angelo to get to as well. He, he's bailed out three times, but he's still there waiting to come on the show. But it's like, it's a weird thing, the West Coast of America. It's, it's like another fucking planetary alignment. If you can make a business out of it and hire people that have taxable salaries, it's a win for the economy. I couldn't agree with you more, Wesley. There's people that losing their jobs left, right and centre now. And the weed industry, for one, is really, really labour intensive when it gets going. So, yeah, bring it on, fuck's sake. Anyway, thank you, gang, for joining us in the studio, on the internet, on your phones, on your desktops. We've loved the thread tonight. Um, uh, without a doubt, Chris J says, tax businesses is a luxury tax. Yeah, big time. Don't tax businesses anymore. Hey, the thread is going mental. I can't get out of here. I'm trying to get the fuck off the cows, but the thread <laughs> keeps pulling in with other suggestions. <laughs> Because I haven't said it yet this evening. I'm sure I haven't said it yet this evening. Um, fuck the police and stay safe and choose happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to live with that. I haven't seen any police. I haven't seen any roadblock. I'm cool. I have got no issues, really, but I can feel it because I can just feel the oppression a little bit of, of the psyche of the country coming down on us a little bit. Anyway, Gregory, um, good evening, everyone. Nice show. I hope you've been tuning in, Gregory, because we're about to leave, Bru. We're, we're right in the last minute of the show. Um, Buzz, it'd be cool to see another unboxing of another completely arbitrary stoner thing this week. <laughs> Raw papers was as arbitrary as it gets but it actually got people going well done to you and um yeah, i've actually got something planned lots of guess apparently 40 to 1 cbd and i might yes. do anything at master dead so yeah <coughs> i've got some more stuff coming <coughs> Boring. excellent all right and all you uh, this is so soothing on the video it's that's it's like it's like a therapy session what what i think you should do is a screensaver is just pull all 50 blades out and just say the name one two and everybody by 50 everybody will be completely asleep i think when you write when you roll that zoll and you lick the paper <laughs> that's gone pretty viral i can't believe they haven't <laughs> it's a new national anthem yeah <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. We're gonna to have to actually talk about that one next week, guys. And Warren said, "Namaske." You know, my the in me greets the in you. Namaske. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Goodbye from the hot box show. We're out of here. It's degrading too much now. Bye. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, my God.